0: Hey everybody, it's Neil with the Dashly Gentleman, and with me I have Frank, say hi Frank. What up? (laughs) And uh, tonight we're going to talk a little bit about um, perception, and also um, we'll throw in, since that's going to be a pretty quick uh, conversation, uh, we'll also throw in uh, celebrities and video games. So, let's talk a little bit about perception here, Frank. Um, I know this is something you specifically wanted to talk about, so shoot.
1: I think it was mostly just because I was I was confused and I was mad at the time. But that doesn't change that it's a that it's a good that it's a good thing to talk about where so between indivi- between different individuals, perceptions change. Right now it's it's hard not to talk about this because of the the origin of it is being political so i'm i'm just going to go for it but we what we perceived as the the president we thought we were getting was not the one that we thought that was not the one we actually ended up getting so like was it was it that we forced our own perceptions on or preconceptions in this case on what we thought we were going to get and assumed that what we were getting wasn't exactly what we were looking at were we perceiving that, like, he was playing some kind of, like, mind game and was just going to win? Because whenever he was going into the election, I was thinking, surely this person couldn't really act and think this way. No rational human being that gets to the point where they are really thinks like that. And and that was my perception that he was playing, he was playing the odds, you know, that, like, he had this massive untapped demographic of people that actually vote that he could fucking work with. And then get to be elected, and then it was like, you know, the curtain was going to come down, and like, ah, we're actually going to do a bunch of cool things, but then, like, none of that happened. You see what I'm saying?
0: No, I see what you're saying. Um, honestly, I mean, the perception he gave off, in general, was to me, anyways, that he didn't know what the fuck he was saying, he didn't know what the fuck he was doing, and within literally a 100 days of getting into office, um, you know, he proved it. He's like, "Oh shit, this is a lot harder than I thought it was gonna be." Or, uh, "We're gonna completely re- repeal Obamacare and then he talks to Obama." He's like, eh, maybe not completely." He's Like he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. And I mean, he just basically he does what most customer service people do, or technicians, or you know, you name it. Basically, smile big, and be a yes man in the interview. And then when you're on the job. Just kind of fucking wing it and bullshit your way through it. <laughs> I mean, there, there's a lot of evidence out there that... I mean, the bills that he's signing, he's not even reading. Um,
1: I, I guess, like, my my thing is that, like... It, is, it un, is it unfair of us to have already have this preconceived notion and then to, to think so in such a direction that's counter to what he's actually doing and being like, you know, he's going to achieve all of these things whenever it's either not likely he will, or it's, it's counter to what he's about. I mean, like that's what a perception changing or having your perceptions rocked because of not what's actually happening. Do you see what I'm saying? We're like, we, we wanted a thing, and it looked like that's what we were getting, because that's what, you know, again, surely, surely this isn't what it's going to be. Or, you know, he's got some kind of master plan or, or whatever. And then boom, there was no plan. You know, it, it was like we the perception that was given in this case was that. He's going in office and he's keeping his cards close to his chest because he doesn't want to tip off you know, his enemies, whomever they might be. And then whenever it came time to put him down and show him, there wasn't anything. Right. I mean, he had a series of blank cards. I mean, he didn't even have a fucking no hand. He had literally an absence of nothing. Like he showed up at a five card draw with a bunch of Uno cards. (laughs) And, and, And I'm like is now but like is that on is that on him or is that on us i mean like did we did we read so much into what he was saying and doing and forcing our own uh perception of what we thought was right on him and and setting
0: him up for failure um i think it's a combination of both um it's a combination of the fact that he's a goddamn con artist and the fact that we bought his bullshit <laughs> i mean i'll i'll put it as bluntly as possible i mean I'm not, I'm not gonna go above and beyond and be like, oh, hashtag not my president. I mean, he's our fucking president. Period. Uh, I dislike the guy. Um, I'm not gonna say that every little thing about him or what he does is 100 percent wrong, but for the most part, he's he's winging it. But that being said, I mean, let's let's break it down to something more along the lines of not our president let's, let's say just like i don't know a friend or uh, a significant other you as a person when you're interacting with that you know that counterpart you have a tendency to be able to read their body language and you be have a tendency to be able to you know understand the inflection coming out of their mouth when they're speaking to you so you can be like Okay, well, this person is being 100% genuine with me. Uh, they have a history of, let's say, you know, kind of doing some shady shit to get what they want. But I know that, and I can still interact with this person because going into that with my, my guard up slightly, I can I can look for the signs of, oh oh, I'm going to get conned here. I'm going to get, you know, lied to again. So at that point, I just tone out. But when you're talking about the president, or you know, the president-elect, or you know, a, a candidate, you gotta you gotta think about this. Every little thing he said on the campaign was pandering bullshit. It was tapping into the vein of America that we were really pissed off because nothing was getting done, and you know, you name it. It's fill in the blanks of how why we were mad and why we wanted change, and he knew exactly what it was. So. He told everybody what they wanted to hear so he can get into office. Once he got into office, he's like, wow, shit, everybody believe me. (laughs) You know? (laughs) You get what you want, and then once you get there, you're like, cool. Thanks. I mean, there's nothing in the Constitution that says a president has to... has to um, abide by his promises when he's campaigning. Excuse me. But here's the
1: thing. I mean, in this case... If he did, then, like, if he abided by, like, even half of the the promises made on the campaign trail, then, like, we would see, like, an almost entire dissolution of the Constitution. Yeah. So, I mean, like, you know, on, on one hand, you know, he's made these promises that he couldn't possibly keep. Right. I mean, I think, that to me, that's where, like, you know, my perception of someone who is, you know, shrewd enough to lie when it suits him, and then whenever you know, shit starts to happen and he actually does get elected, that's whenever he can turn it around and be like, boom, now I'm elected. Now I can do whatever the fuck I want to. And I can do the things that actually need to be done. You know, I used a substantial base to get me voted in, which turned out to barely be a thing. And then, so now he's president. Now he can actually do some real good, but then none of that's happened. But here's another thing that concerns me as far as like, you know, other people, having their own pre their own preconceived perceptions of him is it not unfair to him to assume that despite his grandstanding that he would have like the the cure-all for all the country's ailments that he would be within his 100 days the the answer to everything like for some reason, like I always feel like this, this, this first 100 days is just absolutely like a, a uh, an unfair bar to set. You know, like like how much did he accomplish in in this amount of time? I mean, given the pushback, I mean, probably not a whole lot. Well, I mean, but but like we all knew going in that people were gonna fucking hate the shit out of him. I mean, like he hadn't even been president for 30 minutes and there were fucking riots.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, so, so uh, it's stupid on both sides, but the whole hundred days thing he set for himself. I mean, it's not like everybody said, okay, what is he going to do in his first 100 days? No, he literally said, I promise to you, within 100 days, I'm going to get this shit done.
1: Oh, okay. I didn't, I guess I didn't know that. I and mean, like, like, I kept hearing about the 100 days, this, 100 days, that, and I'm like, that seems like a, a fictitiously high bar to be like, you know, to expect him to have all this shit done within that time frame. That's almost unfair. But if he said it for himself, and fuck him, you make your bed and then you lie in it
0: yeah no he totally said it himself Um, I I know that there is a uh, a benchmark for a president and his staff to get shit done and it's not because it's a goal set by themselves it's because um, there's a time frame in which you're effective as a president and then you're just putting out fires Um, I saw that in the west wing when they said okay I think it was like the first 290 days or something like that of your term is when you're going to get the most shit done. And after that you're just playing catch up. Or, or putting out fires. Or or you know whatever. At that point you've already fizzled out. Um, so I mean. It's not completely unheard of. But it's not like a strict. You know guideline. Set by anybody. It's just you know statistics. But as far as he's concerned. He said in the first hundred days. I will do all of this shit. That I'm promising. But. And you gotta keep in mind, like, you go. It's all about perception. You go into a a business, okay. Let's say. Let's say you want somebody to wire your building for Ethernet, okay. Excuse me. And they say, hey, we can get this done in three days. It's gonna cost, you know, six hundred dollars. It won't. It won't interrupt your your working um and uh, you you'll hardly even notice us well give them that 600 bucks up front and cross your fingers <laughs> because if unless you know anything about, you know, that kind of industry, unless you know anything about, you know, how long a job typically takes, all you can do is take their word for it and see if they can deliver now when they come out and they completely fuck up their expectations they they gave to you, what can you do? Say, okay, I don't want you anymore, go away. And all the work you did, undo it. You know? It's it's overselling and, you know, under-delivering. And that's that's the uh, typical trait of a salesman. And that's, that's what uh, Trump is and always has been and still is to this day. He's selling you shit and you're buying it.
1: And, and so, like, selling shit and buying it, going back to... I guess like the the I guess like the real heart of it is the perception of an obvious Russian pawn. I mean, like I just I'm trying to think about how to be like as 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 nice about it as I possibly can. I mean, homie, just uh he just reeks of the Kremlin. Oh yeah. From from his 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 five thousand dollar loafers to his ten thousand dollar toupee, you know. <laughs> And his orange spray tan, they might as well be making it red, white, and blue. You know. Yeah. I, I'm just like the more, and then especially like you know now where it like you know you're kind of you're kind of uh, I mean he's really pushing it for the the Russian thing. You know. I mean, you're. You're saying you're not, but I'm kind of getting the feeling you are. And then, you know, the guy who's in charge of investigating it, he fires them. And I'm like, um, um, I think you might be for sure now. (laughs) I was trying to really kind of hold out hope. I mean, like, look, nobody wants him to be more successful than me. Nobody, trust me. I work in oil and gas. I want him to fucking be really successful. I want him to be just knocked out of the park.
0: But you know, I also like my country. <laughs> yeah. At what cost, you know? Yeah, I
1: mean fuck. Like, <laughs> I don't like to be political on the show. I don't. I mean, just because like I feel like there's too many, there's too many things that could go wrong. But sometimes th- I feel like these things need to be discussed. In a in a broader sense, and and this is this is this was one of them where I'm deeply concerned now more than I was before about what we have going on.
0: Right. Um. It's completely understandable, and in terms of perception in general, um, the word perception, the definition of it, can be very close to definition of bullshitting um i mean perception is hey you're doing something and i perceive your your intent on as to why you're doing it but if you're really good at bullshitting the perception you give off is something completely different than what you're doing right obvious (laughs) i was talking to my boss the other day and he was like you know there was there was a guy in our company that uh you know, to give the perception that he was working really hard what he would do is he would do a fuck ton of work and do it all within an hour or two of the day and go do whatever the hell he wanted for the rest of the day and at 11 o'clock at night he would click send on everything. He would run all the reports and do everything he needed to do and it only took him an hour but because he sent it at 11 p.m. to his bosses or whatever it gave the perception that he was working late into the night and he's a team player and taking one for the team by working super hard. You know? Yeah. And that's complete bullshit. And people bought it. I mean, he got promotions, he got bonuses and raises and shit. Like it's it's 90% of what people perceive of you and 10% of what you actually do. Right. And, and that's and that's the game. And it's and it's 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 almost synonymous with just outright dishonesty, and I guess bullshitting is the right word for it. But, but unfortunately, right now, I, I honestly don't think you know Trump when he was running for you know president that he actually gave any perception other than what he knew how to give. He, he's done that all his life, from what we can tell. He just tells everybody, I'll take care of it. And then he puts somebody else on it. you know. And, if and, they, don't... and
1: they may or may not find a solution.
0: Yeah, and if... then, and then as recourse, he will fire them. And yeah. he looks like the hero.
1: Because he's doing something. He's yeah. given the perception of leadership. And I don't like to keep using a word over and over and over again like I've been doing this entire podcast about being like, you know, the perception this perception of that. No. But I mean, like at the same time, like that's, I mean, aside from the fact that it's the topic at hand, it's also very important to bear in mind that like, whenever it comes to issues of perception, that almost a good 80% of the blame lays on the person observing. Yeah. Because, We we see a subject doing X thing, and so we assume that they are about X thing. So like we see we see Trump attempting to run for president, being the most successful president that we will ever have and really being for the working people. That's the perception he gives off. That's what we assume. And then all of a sudden, it turns around and you know he's given billionaire tax cuts and he's brutalizing healthcare and he's very almost a hundred percent likely on the the uptake of from from the Kremlin, and that's that's on us because we as the as the voting public, you know, we made it happen.
0: Absolutely, we we made it happen, and honestly, we're there's a good portion of us that's still buying the bullshit. Oh no, he he, he totally means what he said and fake news. There's nothing going on in the background. The media is spinning shit, and it's like, I mean, use your fucking brains. You're, you're,
1: FBI reports tend to be kind of neutral.
0: Yeah, you're you're not, I, you're not stupid people, but you're being stupid, and I say this because, I I know if it were anybody else that wasn't Republican you'd be fucking furious. Stop playing the team game. It doesn't matter who's in office, Republican or Democrat. When somebody's fucking dishonest, they're dishonest. And you need to jump on that shit and get pissed. I mean, I didn't vote for the guy, but I know plenty of people that did, and and they're... It's like... (laughs) It's like buying this really... It's like pre-ordering, Frank. It's like... No, that's not fair. It's like <laughs> it's like buying a game you think is gonna be awesome ahead of time. And it turns out that shit. What's the first thing that you do? You give it more chances. You give it more chances. Maybe maybe this fucking sixty dollars I just spent Um you know, maybe there's something more to it that I'm missing. Let me, let me let me play play a little bit more. Okay, okay, well it still kinda sucks. Maybe if I get my friends in on it too, it'll suck less. Maybe <laughs> they can see something You know, that I don't see, and then I'll start to like this shit. So you tell your friends, go buy this game and blow your money on this piece of shit. And it's not until it's too fucking late to where you can't get a refund anymore that, well, uh, I'm never going to fucking play that game again. Like, (laughs) Sorry, everybody. What if...
1: What if... You're the kind of guy who pre-orders because it comes with cool stuff. And you really don't care how the game performs at all. And you honestly may or may not ever play it. Um. You may not even take the fucking shrink wrap off. I have like seven of them that are literally in this room.
0: You're kind of a dummy.
1: (laughs) No, I like cool stuff. That is a terrible example because it offends me. (laughs) I'm not saying that it's an incorrect example. I'm saying that I don't like it because it's true and it upsets me.
0: I'm sorry, Frank.
1: You should. Fuck you, fuck you, lucky tuna helper.
0: Yeah, but yeah. So I mean, that's pretty much it. Like, we made a fucking mistake. I'm not gonna even exclude myself from you know the I didn't vote for him, but I we as a country made a mistake. And, the sooner we can own up to it, the sooner we can undo the damage and start moving forward. But, as long as we have the team mentality of, Oh, I'm a Republican, and who, as long as there's a Republican in the fucking office, I'm gonna support everything he does. And, f- fucking Trump said it while he was campaigning, I could literally go out into the street and kill somebody and I wouldn't lose a single vote. Why do you think he says that? Because, he's running as a Republican! <laughs> And he's yep. saying the things you want to hear. Yep. Oh, so, yeah. man.
1: You know, I mean, like, in you know, as far as, like, the team game, I, I hated all the fucking candidates. Boom. Spoilers. I didn't like Obama either. I thought he's a fucking idiot and a traitor. How about that? <laughs> I think he should have been impeached. I also think Trump should be impeached. I also fucking hated, what the fuck was his name? Gary something. Gary Johnson. He was the worst. He's a fucking idiot. Uh, Jill Stein, also an idiot. Yep. It's like, how the fuck did how the fuck did these idiots manage to become politicians? I mean, like, okay, no, I, I guess like that's not fair. Obviously, like I know how they became politicians because you know, x amount of dollars or whatever. But it's like, this is like fucking three hundred million people, and this is the best we got. Are you fucking for real? Because
0: here's the th- here's the thing, Frank. When it comes to being a politician, especially when it comes to be a po- being a politician that's going to run for president, you have to you have to be a special kind of person. You
1: have to. Um, Turns out you have to have like your own
0: lunchbox collection and eat paint chips. You have to basically be willing to make sacrifices to your morality and sacrifices to other people's morality. Um, and you see all these people that would make perfect candidates and um, they, they don't want to run, they don't want the fucking responsibility because not, number one you have to make the hard choices and number two there's, you have to sacrifice a lot. I would happily sacrifice a lot.
1: 10, 15 million people. It's fine.
0: We've been I mean, through this. We can't do that, Frank.
1: Why not, dude? I mean, look, we already have giant mass graves prepared. All I'm saying is that I've got some attendance
0: in mind. <laughs> uh, well, let's uh, let's move on. Let's talk about celebrities and video games, Neil. talk about celebrities and video games. So have you ever played Game of War Fire Age on your
1: mobile phone? I don't play any games on my mobile phone. I use it to browse the news, talk with people, and to uh, jerk off in the wee hours of the night.
0: Okay. I have <laughs> played that game. It is fucking awful. And it's very much so one of the most biggest pay-to-win games ever. Um, and that game is massively successful, primarily because of Kate Upton. And, and- then shortly after her Mariah Carey. Uh, it's and it's and it kills me because I
1: see the commercials for it and I'm like that and I'm like, Oh look, tits and then like the game it's all like arrows flying and strat they're all, like, it's grand strategy. I'm like, it's not at all <laughs> grand no strategy.
0: It's it's give us as much money as you can and you'll never be touched by anybody else. <laughs> I remember I played
1: one game that uh was I guess similar where like you just had like X amount of People or or whatever, and then you um uh built up your fortresses and your your forces and whatever, and and then you send them off to go fight other places. But I turned off aggression, and then I literally just built up and built up and built up and built up so many fucking people
0: yeah
1: that it was like Mordor. Like I I could just send it to literally anybody in the area and just ravage their shit, and it was fucking glorious glorious but like I don't I don't get I don't get a celebrity okay I get a celebrity endorsement of the game but I don't understand like why it would make something like that be massively successful but I understand that it did or does or whatever I mean I could see where like it would have like a substantial uh, boost to it being successful given that it uh, uh, was being endorsed by hot chicks with huge titties you know, I mean, like, I get that. Right. But like, what do you think that celebrities in a game make a game way, way, way more effective and or popular?
0: Um, It depends. I mean, if it's a game that's, um, you know, they're actually using their talent in rather than just using their name, then yeah, I think so. Can you give an example? like Elder Scrolls Online I mean it's got a huge cast of uh, voice actors that are very famous um, mm-hmm. I think that it adds a very good element to the game because you it it provides a, a bit of immersion but at the same time you can be like hey that voice sounds familiar yeah and you go look it up and you're like oh that is cool it makes it that much cooler IMDb
1: that yeah, yeah I know I know Kate Beckinsale's in it we know Bill Nighy's in it, yeah. and um, uh, uh, what the what the fuck is his name? Uh, Peter Stormare, uh, I, I think, is his name. He's in it, and um, you know, then you got like your 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 pretty normal uh, voice actors. You got your Crispin Friedman, your Jennifer Hale. Uh, I think, uh, I think, uh, Matt Mercer's in it. So I mean, like, you have like a, a grocery list of of extremely successful and talented. Uh, voice actors like regular voice actors versus just like your uh, on-screen celebrities right Um, I think that I think that that game probably gets a lot of not only benefit from them being good actors but also from them just being in it right same thing with like Oblivion since we're talking Elder Scrolls had Patrick Stewart in it so Patrick Stewart was in like the very beginning and he was in all the trailers they front-loaded the shit out of Patrick Stewart, and then immediately killed him right at the fucking beginning. <laughs> Pow! No more septums. Go fuck yourself. Oh god. Sean Bean was in it too. Did he die? Spoilers, Sean Bean sacrifices himself in the end to relight the dragon fires. Of course he died. What he does. I watched this little interview where he was in a game trailer for Civilization, and he played one of the 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 characters in there. Yeah. And he was so excited because he thought he made it all the way to the end. But then, like, they actually the uh, Kotaku interviewer showed him the entire clip, and in the end, he dies. He goes, oh, <laughs> "I really thought I made it all the way through that one." <laughs> I was like, "You crushed him! You crushed his dreams!"
0: There's a couple movies he makes it all the way
1: through in. Yeah, Ronin. I mean, he he actually because because uh, Robert De Niro kicks him out of the
0: team. No, uh, he also lived through Troy. He also lived through Silent Hill. What? Well, yeah, I guess that's true.
1: He did, he did. And he did live through, I mean, because he did play Odysseus, so I don't know if he really wanted to live through uh through Troy, he probably would have rather have died among like people he actually knew rather than kind of floating around for fucking like twenty-five years.
0: Uh yeah. I mean I, I isn't isn't after the Battle of Troy when he had to make his journey back home. Yeah, and... he leaves he leaves to go back home and that's whenever he's that's whenever the Odyssey begins. That's when the shit goes down. <laughs>
1: yeah, then, then he's like, you know, like, oh look, Lotus Eaters. Oh a Cyclops. Oh, it's Charybdis.
0: Like oh, look.
1: everything Sirens. is terrible. Sirens. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, sirens, I just, just I'm just going to, just tie me to the mask so I don't massively jerk off.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, so, celebrities can bring a lot to a game, as long as they're putting their talent into it, and not just being Arnold fucking Schwarzenegger walking around, hey look, I'm smoking a cigar, and this game is about (laughs) army shit. Yeah. (laughs) Like I can't, what? What the fuck is that game even called? I can't remember now. Is it like Boom Beach or some shit like that. Oh, or... some
1: something, something stupid. Uh, and and like he like, you want to want to know exactly what it's like to be a commanding a war? <laughs> no, that's nothing like that. Click and then click and then like you like kind of leave it up to chance and unit selection. Yep. <laughs> I'll tell you about your wartime situation. No, you're terrible. At everything, but I love you anyway. And but like, is there a point where like certain celebrities, you kind of give them a pass for shilling for shit?
0: It depends. I mean, if if they're Arnold Schwarzenegger, Mariah Carey, Kate Upton, uh, they don't deserve a pass. They're fucking rich. If it were somebody like I don't know, Wesley Snipes, or <laughs> or That's like
1: not fair, just because he's not rich anymore,
0: <laughs> or or like I don't know, um, like. Brendan Fraser.
1: <laughs> dude, Brandon Fraser yeah, but he's got his finger on the pulse of the nerd community. He played George of the Jungle. Uh, he he played also, you know, also uh hashtag he's my real mummy man.
0: Mummy man. Dude, I saw that the other or it was on the other day. I'm like, this was such a good series.
1: It's still so good. And you know what? I saw the trailer for the new one and I'm and I'm like, I don't care. Brandon Fraser's my boy. What's up, gay for a day? <laughs> You should try being gay more than one day, though. Yeah. Gay all the days. All
0: day, every day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it would be okay if uh, lesser-known celebrities chilled for it. But if you're getting, like, the upper echelon of, you know, the, the celebrity community... They don't need any more money. And I know why <laughs> you're doing it. That's not fair. I mean, like, they need to work like everybody
1: else. I mean, like, really, and a lot of these celebrities end up fucking being flat-ass broke. You know? Because they're like, I don't know how they do it. I don't know how they do it. It's like the people that have, like, you know, win the lottery, and then they end up being broke in, like, two years. I'm like, ah. I couldn't buy enough hookers and blow. You know? I I just don't think I could do it. I don't think I could do it.
0: No. It's... (laughs) Once you get to that... Kind of, uh, you know, tax bracket. <laughs> you don't tax. need to work anymore.
1: <laughs> no, you need to work. You need to make fantastic, uh, action movies for an elderly Austrian. Uh, the other two can fuck off. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, like, so would you, would you kind of give a pass if, if it was like, you know, hi, this is Charlie Sheen. I'm here to promote the new Call of Duty. <laughs> Which one? Is Neil high? Neil's definitely not high. He's just an idiot.
0: Thanks, buddy. Now this is my normal face. I look stoned all the time. Yeah, I mean, he's just a slow-talking Dave. These glasses are the worst. These are my not-normal glasses. My other glasses are in the shop.
1: (laughs) Glasses are in the shop.
0: So they're very glary. But anyways. um,
1: Look like a Class S weeb.
0: Charlie Sheen? No, no, we we, he he needs to go away. He's done <laughs> That's enough not fair. damage. The man
1: needs to work. No, he needs to do more damage. He's like a he's a walking wicker man, and it's fantastic. Everything he's burning, and everything he touches, he sets on fire, and I just love it. I love the destruction. I mean he, he just he ruins everything
0: He does I mean actually you know what He made Two and, I, and a Half Men actually decent but And I
1: love it I, lo- I don't even care I don't even like that show I thought it was fucking stupid I watched three or four episodes And I'm like this show is fucking retarded I love that literally everything that he is He's in is just dumb as shit Neil is really cute Sometimes he lets me give him a touch
0: No that doesn't happen actually
1: Oh, dude. It does. It does.
0: But no, like, Charlie Sheen is part of the Sheen Empire, man. Sheen Empire. He's got Martin Sheen, he's got Emilio Estevez.
1: Is Emilio Estevez part of the Sheen Empire?
0: Yeah, they just didn't want him to have a Sheen name because he's like a dirty stepchild, but he was actually a blood relative. I thought he looked awful like like the Sheens. Yeah, and they were Sheen about him. were <laughs> they were in plenty of movies together. I mean, but no, yeah. um Emilio just didn't get to have the last name. It was pretty fucked up. But they're they're full on brothers.
1: Wow. Wow. I yeah. didn't know that. Uh I mean I guess they'd be half brothers then? I don't think they are. I think they're actual full brothers. That seems a weird decision, be like Charlie and fuck you.
0: <laughs> Basically. That's <laughs> what it's that's how it went down. If I feel it,
1: like you know, like you have you have kids and like at birth you're like, ah fuck him, he looks like a smith. <laughs> <laughs> Just give him some rant. give me that book over there. Uh Esteves.
0: Estevez. Este- <laughs> no, I think uh Sheen is their is their uh, Hollywood name and their original name was Estevez. Um and then they changed your name to Sheen and kind of just left Emilio behind. <laughs> you know,
1: Gaffer day says, "I mean, you're both cute, but Neil is cute hot. You know what I mean? How come we don't ever get fans that come in that think I'm fucking hot? That's horseshit. Someday, someone's gonna want to fuck me, and it's not gonna be you for a change.
0: <laughs> but it is not or, this or day. Or my
1: accountant. But that's not today." <laughs> April fifteenth has come and gone and my band-aid is off, so <laughs> I'm all healed up. It's unfortunate. It's not fair. That's all I'm saying, it's not fair. It's a smooth
0: buttery tones in your faux beard. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, dude. I mean <laughs> I, I can't make people like you.
1: It's hard. I'm 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 crude and abrasive.
0: <laughs> I try, I mean you really just have to get to know Frankie. It's pretty, it's pretty swell. You guy. Don't have
1: to get to, know me, which means I'm a cunt from the very beginning. But like, you know, you, I, you have to get to know me. You know, it's like the the first inch is really all that's painful. Then everything else after that is smooth sailing. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it's, it's just like real life. It's just like real life, not just a fantasy.
0: <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, what were we even talking about?
1: I'm, I've lost track. Um, we were talking about Emilio Estevez got fucked over by the Sheen Empire, which is just ridiculous.
0: He, I mean, he got fucked over, but they didn't. What up, dude? Exclude him from movies. I mean, you look at Men at Work. I mean,
1: <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! I love that's how your def- that's your defensive go to no, look. Oh my that god! Was, that was a solid movie, but <laughs> but Emilio
0: still got he got Young Guns. He got Mighty Ducks.
1: <laughs> oh, man. I mean, these are top shelf AAA Those movies.
0: Those movies were huge in their time. What did Charlie Sheen get? Platoon. I mean, that was a pretty fucking good movie. <laughs> what else?
1: Oh, man. I don't know. I'm drawing a blank now.
0: Pretty much. Oh, Oh, he got Hot Shots. <laughs>
1: That's true. That's true. Charlie Sheen fucking, like, Neil is high. That's a I, fact.
0: That's this is just my face. Smoke weed every day. This is no. This his is voice I is end. always
1: mellow. It's horseshit because I won't. He, he he like he's like the worst caster ever too.
0: You're no. I I tend to lull people to sleep. So I'm sorry. That's okay. I mean,
1: but like it's so smooth. But sometimes we need to harness that for like a fantastic video.
0: It's all right. We can do what. Um... Oh, here's
1: funny. So he's in machete, right? And he okay. plays the president. His president's name is Carlos Estevez.
0: <laughs> that is just a giant middle finger.
1: <laughs> it's like, what's up, Emilio? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> Neil, I don't know if I should be learning by your info or get turned on. Well, you could do both. I don't see why it's impossible to do both. Hey, man. Uh, I spend a lot of my time with only one hand up.
0: If Damn. you want, you can straddle that subwoofer.
1: Oh, we're gonna do we're gonna do a Howard Stern.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <Private> parts, baby. <laughs> but no, uh, there was a Saturday Night Live skit I remember. It was called uh, "How Much You Bench." <laughs> and it was basically Emilio and like Chris Farley and like one other person, and they're like you know buffed out jocks, and it was just a talk show about how much you bench. And um, they they were talking about who needs a beating. Like, oh, you know who really needs a beating? And Emilio was like, that Charlie Sheen, he needs a beating. <laughs> and Charlie Sheen calls in on the show. He's like, I'll wait till you get home, Emilio. He's like, come on, Charlie. This is just a skit. It's no big deal. He's like, whatever. <laughs> get <laughs> whatever, home soon. <laughs> Beat your ass. <laughs>
1: Whatever nerdy gets home, little we know, Emily West of us goes sorely so swirly right whenever he walked through the door. <laughs> that was what we should do, Neil. We should have you read a bedtime story and put like little cartoon images and stuff.
0: We should do YouTube videos of me lulling people to sleep. You know? Hmm? Exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could be so hot that I can't fall asleep because then I'd be like the fucking sun.
0: I don't even, what? Oh, oh, that was retarded.
1: <laughs> that's not, that's not retarded look, fuck you.
0: See, look, I there's love my, your I love my
1: mustache, too, thanks, dude.
0: You get them, too, you get them, too.
1: Mustache rights, ten for a dollar.
0: I think we're, <laughs> I think we're running dry on the celebrities, dude.
1: I mean, yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, we didn't have a whole lot of topics. For tonight uh no we but we
1: still wanted to get out there and give it the old uh give it the old college figgly fangling
0: i mean we've covered quite a lot in our what we're up to like 50 episodes now mm-hmm. and feel free to listen to all of them We'd and appreciate we try
1: it. so hard not to be political and sometimes we just don't quite make it but you know this was one of those times well, at least you guys most of you are coming in on the lab the the ass end of the uh of the perception discussion so you're getting all the Emilio Estevez's men at work garbage can work? Mighty Ducks. <laughs> Mighty Ducks is such shit. And and fucking Young Guns wasn't even that good. It sure as hell wasn't because of Emilio Estevez.
0: When do you guys go on P? What does that mean?
1: I don't know, what is P I, I want that to be some just foul euphemism. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we do our podcast every Saturday at 10 p.m.?
0: Most Saturdays. Sometimes, you know, life happens.
1: Sometimes we cancel because, you know, I got sick. Sorry.
0: <laughs> Shit happens. But, you know, we, we've got, like, a pretty good track record. Yeah,
1: um, I mean, I threw my back out, tossed my salad in the shower. Sorry.
0: I know those feels. <laughs> That's why I don't try to... Never mind. Um... I, can say I think I think we're good, dude. Um, sorry that you guys came in a little bit late, um, but feel free to go back and listen to the whole thing and listen to all the other podcasts if you're uh, bored, because yeah. I sound like this all the time.
1: Yeah, even whenever he's terrified, he sounds like that. He's like, oh no, <laughs> oh my goodness, oh. Goodness me. <laughs> oh, oh, that startled me.
0: I'm I'm pretty scared right now, guys.
1: Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I'm nervous. My palms are sweating.
0: My knees are weak.
1: <laughs> My knees are your knees are always weak, though.
0: Stop it! Stop
1: <laughs> it! But I mean, tonight almost assuredly there will be uh, there will be a stream.
0: By someone.
1: By someone. Yeah. If it's not Neil, it'll be me. Which means that at least ninety nine percent of you won't be there. Yeah. Apparently, I have just garbage. Uh, I have garbage voice time. Which is upsetting.
0: <laughs> All right, it's guys. the shit
1: I say, not how I say it.
0: <laughs> well, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for watching. Appreciate you and dropping by. If you like what you heard, like what you saw, go ahead and uh, give us a follow, a like, uh, subscribe all of the above uh check us out on uh twitter at dashley men um and we're we also have a website dashley uh thank you again we will be doing this again soon until yeah. next time Yes, i'm frank i
1: was just gonna say if you have anything that you want us to talk about feel free to drop us a line that yeah. is that is would be graciously accepted because I would like to give a shout out to anybody who actually does ask us to talk about anything
0: yeah absolutely pretty much again thanks guys see ya